Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. Let's go to Ephesians. Let's start there. The role of the wives, I've given you two, and I gave you some what we may call advice to women as far as your roles are concerned. The first role we said was in, taken from Genesis chapter 2, verse uh, 8. It was basically that the wife should be a helper suitable for her husband, should be a counterpart, should be her, uh, the, the husband's partner. It was uh, God didn't have uh, uh, anyone yet for the man, had the animals and everything, but nobody for the man. And when he built Eve, built the woman, then, of course, uh, it was, he was his counterpart. The King James might call her help meet but a help us suitable for him, a counterpart. We said that a woman should have as her first love, Jesus Christ. First love, first love, Jesus Christ. Because of the nature of her responsibility and her role that God has given her, if she doesn't have Jesus Christ as her first love, then what will happen is that she'll get out of order usually. And so uh, that's very important because of what we're going to be talking about today. We also said that she's to be uh, holy in her behavior, love her husband, and love her children. Those are the three things that we went over. We'll start today uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. And in, in that scripture, it tells us that, let's read it. Nevertheless, based on the things that he said in 31 and 32, each individual among you also is to love his own wife, even as himself. So he summed up basically what he's been saying about the man, about the husband. And the wife must see to it that she respects, the King James might say reverence, her husband. And so what does that word mean, reverence? It means respect. That's what it means. Respects her husband. Uh, honors her husband, esteems her husband. That's what, the, that's what this word means. So uh, a, a role of a wife is to esteem her husband, to reverence her husband, to not the reverence that we, we it speaks of uh, when we're talking about Jesus Christ or God. Now that word reverence, it, it might say in some contexts fear. Like I said, fear the Lord. Well, we know fear the Lord means reverence the Lord. We, 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 we are in awe, awe of God. And, but we're not, that's not the same, it's not the same as it is with a wife with a husband. So even though a word may mean something, it might say something in Greek like uh, in fear, the English word might be phobia. And in Greek it would be pho. Phobio is the same, similar spelling, uh, P-H-O-E, but see, B-E-O. But the, but the problem is that we may say fear, and we look it up in the Greek, and it says like terror, like shaking at the knees. Well, we know we don't shake at the knees in, 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 in terror with God. So even though that word means that and it says that, it also means reverence. It also means respect. So a Greek word can mean many different things, 
depending on the context. And in this context, it's the same uh, fear or reverence, but when it, when, it, when it relates to a wife and to her husband, it's respect. Okay, it's respect. So know that as you're sometimes, for, for your students of the word, you're looking up a word, and it says like fear, or, uh, like English, phobia. It doesn't mean that when it comes to the Lord. But it will mean that when it comes to some other things, terror and things like that. So with the, with the wife, with the husband, she's to respect him. How do you respect somebody? See, how do you respect somebody? How, how does that really look in real life? How does a wife really respect her husband? Uh, when, when we start teaching next week, we're going to get some different people uh, to uh, share with you. Uh, so you can get some experiences from, experience from other people, which is really, really, really good. Uh, it's going to be really, really good when you hear some of the other uh, people in the context, uh, in, in the congregation, talk about sometimes when the wine turns into vi- vinegar in an area of their life, in their marriage. Uh, people like to hear stories like that. So uh, we're going to talk, talk about some of those things, uh, in particular, my life. So... How do you really respect somebody? How do you respect them? And if I asked you, how, do, how, how, would a, uh, how would your children, how would a teenager, how would someone respect you? How would they do that? You would tell me, well, if I tell them to do something, they would do it. Is that correct? If you tell your child to do something and they don't do it, do they really respect you? They heard what you said. They're just not going to do it. That's not respect, is it? No, it's not respect. Okay. okay. Within, where it says here, the wife respect her husband, within that respect should be to do what they asked you to do. Okay. If it's, you remember, everything goes back to messages, messages that I've, I've already taught. The line is drawn in the sand when it comes to what? Sin. If a husband ever asks a wife to sin, she does not cross that line. She said she, she can still respect her husband. She can still say, so I, you know, I understand what you want me to do, uh, but that's going against what God has asked me to do. Uh, so we're not going, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Okay. So you can say it in a respectful way, but still not do it. Because you'll be disobeying God. And that's the higher authority. You remember I said that a wife's first love has to be God. Because of the nature of what she's, she's really supposed to be subject to her husband, which we'll talk about in a minute. So that means that a husband, if she doesn't have her, her, her ducks in a row, she'll start thinking that, well, God told me to submit to him, so he tells me to do this, and even though it's Sin, God told me to do it, so I'm going to do it. Because I'm going to be obedient to God. God told me to obey my husband. No, 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 no. The line is drawn with sin. So women, please remember, and if you're not married yet, please remember when you're sharing with somebody, because people are going to share with you. You, you work with people who are single. You work with people who are married. People will, will share with you some of the things they are going through. You can give them the word of God. 
Okay? You know that the word of God does not give anybody permission to sin. No one. I don't care who it is. Okay? So now let's go to another uh, something. Now, if, you, if, you, if your, your child says, you say, well, uh, I want you to do this right here. And they say, well, I'll do it, but I don't want to. And I want you to know I don't want to, but I'm going to do it only because you're my parent. That's the only reason I'm doing this thing. And they, 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 they stomp, stomp, stomp off and do it. Is that respect? No. Now, that's obedience, though, isn't it? So you can obey with a bad attitude and still not be respect. Okay. So all I'm doing is just trying to give you some, some what it looks like because you remember that everyone is equal in the eyes of the Lord, there's neither Jew or Greek, there's neither male or female, bond or free, meaning that everyone has to come the same way before Jesus Christ, the same way everybody had to come before Jesus Christ to be saved, and no one is uh, privileged to do anything else but that way. There's only one way uh, to uh, salvation. Also, Man is not superior to a woman. We told you that also. We told you that. So for our guests who might not have been in the earlier messages, I'm repeating some of these things because if you hear something, you say, oh, that doesn't sound right, you know. Well, I've already taught that, so the congregation would know that. Now, I believe that if, a, if Minerva is going to respect me, she's going to do things to respect me, and that means she's going to esteem me, okay? Esteem me highly. And you say, well, well who do you think you are, man? She's going to esteem you highly. Man. Who are you, some pharaoh or somebody? You know, you wear a crown on your head? No, no. What she's going to do is respect my position as the head. That's what she's doing. You can respect the position of the President of the United States. Can't you? Even though the President of the United States might not be doing what the Bible might say to do. But you can, you can respect the position. So you just don't go at that position any old way. If the President of the United States coming here, you, you say, hey, dude, man, hey, sit down somewhere, you know? No, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. You're going you're to address him in a, in, a, in a certain way, aren't you? Yeah. You're going to talk to him in a certain way? You know, you, people, people say, Mr. President, I have a question. They, they, they're going to they're address him in a certain way. Now, Minerva doesn't call me hey, Mr. Taylor, or Lord, anything like that, you know. Uh, but, but it's an attitude. It's an attitude. Okay. Now, of course, now we're talking about the roles of the, of the wife. You have to still remember what I said about the man. Is that God has said, as far as the men are concerned, that they are supposed to love their wives just like Christ loved the church, well, Christ esteemed the church highly, doesn't he? 
We are the apple of his eye, aren't we? Uh, you know, our names are written you know, in the palm of his hand. You know, he, he died for us, right? So I'm not talking about anything that a man doesn't do because I highly esteem Minerva because she is my wife. See, I have to die to self for her. I, I, you know, I do what I do because of her because Jesus told me to do that. My first love, I told you, has to be God. I told you women that don't marry somebody whose who's first love is not God because what you'll end up being is you'll end up in a situation where he might esteem you more highly than he does God. You will be in trouble, just like I talked about last week, like Adam got in trouble because he esteemed Eve better than he did God. He, he, he did what his wife wanted him to do rather than what God told him to do. And look where we are today because of that. I guarantee you, if you go back and you, you could turn the clock back, and we all transported in time, like some of you might see some pictures, you know, transported in time. We all sitting there, we say, hey, let me show you this video we, we saw. Let me show you the future. We, let me show you 20, you know, 2015. And this is what happened, Eve, because Adam partook of the fruit that you gave him. What do you think about that? And she will probably tell you that you got to be kidding. Oh, this happened because of what we did? You say, yes. What would you have preferred Adam to do? I guarantee you she'll say, I would prefer him to not partake of the fruit. To try to, you know, to not allow me to do this thing. Because he was ahead. Right? I'm supposed, I'm supposed to follow him. He, he allowed me to do this. And he, 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 he joined in with me. He wasn't the man that he should have been. They did that anyway. Well, 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 well it's a, a serpent. He, he said, it's the woman. They pointed fingers anyway, so you know they're going to point fingers. You know? But now that she know that it's him, he could have stopped this thing because Satan is going to be, he's going to do his thing anyway. That's what he is. He, he's just the adversary. He's going he's to be evil anyway. He's not going to change. But Adam could. So I believe that a woman wants a man that's going to, not do everything that she wants him to do. If it means that he's going to disobey God. Alright? Now, now a woman would say that even though I know and you know that a woman is going to try to have her way. Am I right, ladies? Come on. I know you're smiling, but you're going to try to have your way. If you think your way is correct. But if you knew it was wrong, 
you want to ha- you wouldn't want to have your way. Okay. Sometimes we don't know what's wrong. Right? I'm telling you that respect starts with me in my household. I respect my wife. I do. And I show her my respect for her. One way that I show my respect for her is to make sure I confer with her before I invite people sometime over to the house or do things, you know. I respect her by if I'm going to be late and somehow I'll call her. Uh, you know, that's respect, right? I used to not do that. Honestly, I didn't. I used to, if I'm late, I'm late. Hey, you know, I get there when I do. Oh, my goodness, that's not respect, is it? I'm supposed to be there uh, to eat at 5, and I come in at 6. The food's ready at 5. That's not respect, is it? No, that's not respect. So respect starts with me, and I try to, I try to do that. Why does it start at me? Because I'm the head. I'm the head. It starts at me. And anything that you want someone to do to you, the scripture says the law and the prophets is on this. Everything that you want somebody to do to you and everything, treat people the same way you want them to be treated, right? Matthew, right? Now, come on. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, if I want to be, if I want respect from my wife, I should what? Give respect. You see? That's what I should do. Now, now I'm, trying to, I'm trying to teach all of us, even though you know I'm talking to the wives today, I'm talking to everybody. Is that correct? Right. So I do things that I don't have to do in my household because I just, I, I just want to serve my wife. Yeah. I, 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 like to, I just do the dishes because I, I, like to, I like to have the kitchen clean. All the time. I don't like dishes in the, in the thing. Um, and never doesn't mind them being in the thing for a season. You know, like overnight. Like overnight when I say a season. I'm like, I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't mean that. I, you know, come on. I said I respect my wife. <laughs> if I respect my wife, I'm not going to uncover her in some negative thing, right? Okay? So I didn't mean a season mean, you know, like the fall season. <laughs> no, I said that. I said that. Come on. <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. No. No, I'm saying like if she'll put the dishes in there and, and uh, overnight, she'll, the next day she'll do them. No problem. I don't want them in there overnight. Okay, I don't want them in there overnight. She'll tell you. I don't want them in there overnight. I don't want them overnight because I know as I grew up, I know, matter of fact, over at the, uh, the first church we building, the church building we had over on Park Avenue, it was an old building, and they had roaches in the building because they had food in the building, and I had an exterminator, and I asked them, I said, well, how do I get rid of these things? They said, make sure you don't have no food around overnight, no food, none. None in the trap, you know, how you wash dishes and you leave, you don't clean out the little strainer. If you don't clean out the strainer, there's plenty of food in that strainer for the for roaches. And, and I mean, they have a feast. Yeah. Really, I'm serious. If you, have, if you have a leak 
Don't put a cup under the, under, under the, 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 the trap underneath the, you know, your sink, like I've done before. Put a pan under there so the water drip in it because you don't want to get it fixed yet. Get the thing fixed because that water is, is the, anything needs water and food to live. If you get rid of the water, you get rid of food, you get rid of the bugs. <laughs> I'm serious, okay? So um, I did that, and we got rid of them. Uh, but I also grew up in an area sometime where you, you have those things. You, you know, you go in the kitchen, you cut on the light, and <laughs> Come on, you all know what I'm saying. I mean, bugs everywhere. <laughs> I mean, they hate the light. Okay, well, well, that's why I don't want to leave them overnight. Okay? That's why I don't leave them overnight. So... Therefore, I do them. I don't put that on her. Say, hey, woman, you, you, <laughs> you do these dishes every night, every night. I don't do that. I love my wife. I respect my wife. And I respect what, how she does things. So if I want things done different, I do them myself. So I do them. I do them myself. And, and uh, Minerva respects me. Um, I, I come home, and if I come home late, like I did yesterday, I came home late. We normally eat uh, breakfast at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and, um, and, and I, I said it's breakfast food, uh, but it's lunch, really, late lunch, but, but we eat breakfast together. And I came home at 3. Well, she had already eaten, but she respects me enough that she knew I was, I was, I was doing something. I had the elders meeting. I had a meeting, and, and uh, by the time I got home, oh, man, the grits still warm because she still got them on low on the stove. She said, uh, if you're ready now, I'll cook your egg. And, man, I sit down, man, and she, she brings stuff, and she brings my food, and she sits there all the time. She respects me. She does that. Okay. Now, it's not because I require her to, hey, bring me my food, woman. You know? No, I don't do that. It's because she loves me and she respects me. But as soon as we finish eating, I get my plate, I get her plate, now, she's sitting there. I go get her plate, and I, I pick it up, and I put it in the sink, and I store my, the dishes ready. I, I, I do what I need to do to do that. And so I serve her. You see? We serve one another. Because how I want to be treated, that's how I treat her. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I was with, I don't know, maybe the elders one time we were eating somewhere. somewhere. Uh, in my house, and, and, and I, I, I do that. I go get their food, I get their plates and everything. And the woman said, hey, hey, do you see how it, why don't you do that at home? <laughs> well, it's because we have, a, we have this thing where we, we are serving one another. We are serving one another. We respect one another. We respect one another. So she doesn't talk to me any kind of way. But I respect her, I don't talk to her any kind of way. So how we want to be treated, that's how we treat one another. So when I say that the wife should respect her husband, it's not anything, uh, women, that I'm trying to uh, put on you, and it's not anything for you men to go away and say, hey, you hear what the pastor said? You respect me. From now on, I get respect. No, uh-uh. From now on, what you hear is you give respect and you receive respect. Not because I'm going to do it because you do it for me. But see, that's not why Minerva does it. She does it because God says so. God says that the wife respect her husband. But 
I do it because God said so to me. He said, love your wife as Christ loved the church, so Christ serves the church. Doesn't he? Doesn't he serve us? Yes. He gives us jobs. He gives us food. He says in Corinthians that I give food for eating, seed for sowing, doesn't he? He gives us everything we have, he gives us, doesn't he? He serves us. So therefore, I serve my wife, okay? Now, let's go to that, 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 uh, that curse word, that, that, that thing in Scripture that, that, that I know nobody likes to hear. Uh, it's not a three-letter word. It's not a four-letter word. It's a long word. But it's still a bad word for women. What's that word called? Start with an S. Submission. Right? Submission. All right? Let's go to that. Because I saved that to last. So that, so that I could, you know, teach the full message so the women won't run me away. You know, uh, submission. Let's go what it says in, 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 in Ephesians chapter 5. Turn back to verse 22. Uh, now, that verse, it says something very interesting. Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, and as Christ also is the head of the church, he himself being the savior of the body, but as the church is subject to Christ, that means in submission to Christ, so also the wives ought to be, sub- be to their own husband, be to their own husband, be in mis- submission to his own husband in everything. Wives hate that. I mean, they hate that. Women hate that usually because Men, we misuse that. We use it and misuse it. Okay? If, 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 but I'm going to teach you a better way. I'm going to teach you a God way. Okay? Because that's very important, a God way. Is that God's word or is it not? That's God's word. Okay, now, what does God really mean by that? How does that work out in real life? Okay? What does it look like? Well, it looks just like it said. Submission is a, a Greek word for su, 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 sum, submit or subject or, or submission is hypostasis. Uh, it's, it's a compound word. Hupo, H-U-P-O, is a, is a suffix which means under, beneath, through. Okay? Now, stasis is, is, is a word that means under, in a orderly fashion, to be placed in an orderly fashion, okay? To be placed in an orderly order fashion. If you put the two together, it's beneath or under in an orderly fashion. That's what it means. To place under in an orderly fashion. So when God says that the wife should submit to the, to the husband, it means that the, the wife is placed beneath the husband in authority, Okay, in authority, in a in a in an orderly fashion, the order the order is the husband first, the wife second. Okay, that's what it means. Now, are women excited about that? If you're excited, raise your hand. Nobody raise your hand. Okay, two people raise your hand. One is not married. <laughs> She didn't have to submit. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, let, let, 
let, let's, let's tell you how it works out now, okay? Let's tell you how it works out. It, it, it's only a, a bad word because most people teach it the same way, that way that, that I taught it. And so, therefore, you say, hey, okay, Minerva, that's what the scripture says. It's what I used to say to her when I first learned this. As the pastor taught this, he taught it. And I, and I, said, I, I said, oh, Minerva, look, um, I've learned that you're supposed to submit to me. So whatever I say, you're supposed to do. So don't be giving me all this lip and all this stuff, you know. You know, you do what I tell you to do. This is when I was young. I mean, you know, about 30-something years old. Yeah, yeah. when I first came into church. <laughs> yeah. I said, man, I like this church, but I like this word. <laughs> Boy, you know. It was after my own heart, yes, boy, you know, finally get some respect. <laughs> but, uh, but the way I teach it is from, is to go back to Christ and the church. See, everything had to go back to Christ and the church. It said that, how is the church submitted to Christ? Is it, who's in authority? Christ. Okay. Who who obeys? Christ obeys us, or we obey him. Okay. So with that submission comes obedience too. Okay. What he tells us to do, we're supposed to what? Do. Now that's real, isn't it? That's the word. But to walk it out, most women would say, well. If you will be like Christ, I will be like the church. But the scripture didn't say that. Now, I didn't read that. And I don't, I don't think it was on the screen. I don't think it was on the screen. I don't think the word says, Wise, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord, if he is as he's supposed to be to the Lord. Did it verse say that? No, no, it doesn't say that. There's no ifs in there, is it? No ifs in there. If no ifs are in there, that means that we're supposed to do it. Okay? But the way it's supposed to look is 1 Corinthians chapter 11, it will say that the head of the husband is Christ. It said the head of Christ is God. It said the head of the woman is her husband. And we, we, said, we said what those words mean, even though that word can mean wife, it can mean husband, it can mean woman, it can mean man. In that context, it means husband and wife. We, we taught that. Okay, for I guess I taught that. Okay, so therefore, we know that the way submission is supposed to look is just like it is in the Godhead. Christ says that I always do that which pleases the Father. Right? The Father says, all that I have, I have given to Christ. Hasn't he? Right. So, they are one, we know it's only one God in three persons. We know that. So each has a responsibility. The Holy Spirit is God, but is, you know, he has a responsibility. Christ has a responsibility. The Father has a responsibility. 
Christ said it, when things are over and said and done in Revelation, he's going to turn, he's going to turn everything over, back over to the Father. All will be subject to him. So we know that Christ is in subjection to the Father because the Father is head. We know then that if Christ is in subjection, in that same scripture he says that the man, the husband, should be in subjection also. And he didn't say uh, that the head of Christ is, is God, the head of the man should be Christ. The scripture didn't say that. It said the head of the, the husband is Christ. Is Christ. Simple. Submission starts men with us. Submission starts with us. Just like respect starts with us. Because submission starts with Christ. We're supposed to be just like Christ, aren't we? So Christ is under submission, so we're supposed to be under submission. Submission starts with a man. I don't care if you're not married. You're supposed to be in submission to Christ. And therefore, when, when, when Minerva looks at me and say, well, you know, I know I'm supposed to submit, she already knows that I'm supposed to be in submission to my head. I am the beginning of this thing, the genesis of this thing. The genesis of submission in a, in a, in a, in a, in a marriage is a husband. That's the beginning. Genesis means beginning. Okay? So therefore, since I'm in submission to my head, then she feels comfortable being in submission to her head. Not because I'm perfect in doing what I'm supposed to do. It's because she knows that she doesn't fear being in submission to me, even though I'm not doing all that I should do, because her submission is for Christ's sake. It says that in, in here, it says that, wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. So she's saying, I'm going to submit to you, not because you all that, not because you're doing what you're supposed to do, not because... You know, you know I, I wish you were better at what you're supposed to do. I'm submitting to you as to the Lord. So really, I'm submitting to the Lord. You're just in the way. <laughs> Let's tell it like it is. Come on. Yeah. Right? If, 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 you, have, if you have Christ up here, and I'm between her and Christ, Christ, she's submitting to Christ through me. I mean, I'm just in, in the line, you know. And what, how women get, get, get mixed up is they are looking at their husband. You don't look at the husband, you look at Christ because to submit to your husband as to the Lord, okay? So, now it takes me really out of the pictures like I'm, if, she can, if she can really look at me as, as though I'm, I'm invisible. And if you can look at your husband like he's invisible, you'll do a better job because when you submit to Christ, he's well pleased. And he would do so much in that marriage 
because of you, 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 you. Do you know that God has done so much in our marriage because of her, in spite of me? Yeah. Yeah. That's how submission works. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's a, when God jumps on your case, man, you know, I'm telling you, you, you straighten up. Yeah. And women, if you want him to jump on your husband's case and get him right so he, he is now loving you as Christ loves the church, because most men don't do that. I wasn't doing it. Then you be submitted to him as Christ, as you are to Christ, as the Lord. And, you, and you'll find out that, 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 my goodness gracious, man, God will jump on, on, on me so quick like white on rice. Yeah. Yeah, because wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't you protect your child? Yeah, this is God's child. The wife is God's child. He loves women, doesn't he? He loves men too, doesn't he? He wants us all to keep our places because he wants us to glorify him. Yeah. So the only way we can, we can glorify him if both of us are like Christ in the church. So how's he going to do that if both of us are out of order? I'm out of order. And she says that you don't love me as Christ loves the church. You don't respect me like you should. I'm not going to respect you. Till you straighten up, I'm not going to submit to you. Till you straighten up. What do you think God's going to do that with that? Yeah. Come on. He can't do nothing with that. Somebody got to obey, right? Somebody got to do something because you will learn out to ne- next week maybe is that your prayers will be hindered. Your prayers will be hindered. That's in First Peter chapter 3. Oh, I love it. I mean, I, I love this word because, because he's teaching me help people to get it right. So the first thing I have to do is try to get it right myself, right? And I told you that. I told you, and I guess you, you don't know, but I, I told the congregation that I am learning so much and getting better because my attitude is getting better because he says that I'm supposed to be like Christ to Minerva because she's like the church. That's what we're supposed to be. And I said, man, I've got, I, got, I got to straighten up my attitude because no time ever can I think Christ rolling his eyes at me because of I irritate him. I can't think, I can't think of a time. So I said, man, there's no need for me to be rolling my eyes and, and acting foolish because I don't want to do something that she wants me to. I want to serve this woman because she's, she's the love of my life. She bore my children, right? That's not an easy thing, man. If you, if you think it's easy, try it. 
fast. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm telling you, uh, I'm getting excited about this. And, and so next week I want to start with what happens if the wine runs out. I mean, the wine ran out quick, boy, and ours in our marriage. And so we'll share some things w- with you. We're going to have some couples share uh, starting next week because I want you to hear from the women too. Uh, it is, it, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Because um, some, uh, some of you want to talk to Minerva. Want, you want Minerva to tell you some of, the, some of the stuff that I used to do anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, but she's not. I'm going to tell you this. She's not. Because she she's not going to uncover me. Right? I'm not going to uncover her. I'm going to uncover me. She's going to uncover her. Right? Isn't that good? Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to get somebody up and let, I'm going to let Stella uncover Sam, though. I'm gonna <laughs> let's stand. Let's stand. God is good. He's good. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net. Or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.